Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. Recording is on. Hello, this is Casey Stubbs with the How to Trade It podcast. And today I'm here with Louise Bedford, the founder of tradinggame.com.au. Hi, Louise. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, it's so great to be here, Casey. Excellent. And so uh, it's we're so far away from each other. It was a challenge to get connected with all the time zones and everything. What time is it where you're at? Oh, it's in the morning here. So we're just after 8.30 in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's way, we're, our day's wrapping up. We're getting done. The markets are already closed and you guys are just getting started. So Awesome. So you are a trader for in the Australian markets. Tell me a little bit about how that works over in Australia. Sure. So the Australian markets, even though they're much smaller than the US markets, let's face it, but in terms of being in the same time frame as the Aussies, that makes it easier to trade. We don't have that having to stay up late or get up early situation when I trade the US. That's how that goes. But the Australian market has got a lot of good advantages. One of them is that we can use CFDs contracts for difference. I know in the US they're not used, um, but in the UK they're used very frequently as well. So that's a way of applying leverage. But we trade almost in exactly the same way that you would trade. The things that work in your market work in our market. And that's why the Aussies have a great time trading the US market. There are so many similarities. So you do trade the U.S. market in addition to Australian? Yeah, I like to have a bit of a spread there. You've got such a lot of volume. Why not? I also think that the U.S. market has got some characteristics where you've been going up for such a long time. The Australian market's had some more dips and turns. I like to pick the universe that I'm trading very carefully. It might even be over the indexes at times when the Australian market isn't running and it could be something like options or the commodities market. Choosing your universe is very important. Working out which universe to trade is such a predeterminant of success. Okay. So when you're saying universe, are you talking about the specific market that you're trading? Yes, the market. And then of course, the other aspect is the time frames that you trade over. So you do have quite a lot of factors dovetailing into this. The Ones that I've traded in the past have been four hourly, daily and weekly. I don't trade a four hourly time frame at the moment. I find it's a little bit too twitchy for me, but certainly the weekly is where the majority of my money is coming from in the markets today. Okay. And so what's working really well for you right now? 
Do you know, there are so many things going up at the moment. We're in a really good situation. So what is working well is developing that really firm archetype, that perfect trade, the thing that is like marriage material. If you were looking for a spouse, it ticks every box. It has everything that you're after and then matching new opportunities to that archetype perfectly. So I have three separate archetypes that I run. I run a breakout archetype, which is like a Darvis box method that goes sideways up, sideways up, sideways up, that type of look. And I'm looking for a strong green candle on heavy relative volume breaking up past a significant line of resistance during an existing uptrend. So that's my breakout archetype. But I've also got a reset archetype and there's another one as well called a retracement archetype, Casey. Okay. So um, so you've got three main strategies. Out of those three, which one is the best right now? Right now, breakout is working really well. During an existing trending market, breakout strategies are probably about 80% of my trading and also probably about 80% of the people that I train as well. They're really focused on breakout trades. Yeah, those are um, those are great trades, and I have been trading those too. As a matter of fact, the um, you talked about the Darvis. Uh, I actually just recently read that book for the first time, and I, I really enjoyed it quite a Isn't bit. Isn't it magic? I read it before. Do you know it was out of print for so long? So back in <laughs> this is going back in time and and showing where I started. But back in the late nineties, you couldn't get that book at all, and it was definitely photocopied five hundred times and passed around to traders as if, look, this is amazing. This is a secret. Here, take this book. So now that it's back in print, what a joy it is. I really do recommend it. Yeah, yeah, that's good, and I have been been using that strategy um, as well. Um, and it's been doing pretty well. So, uh, you know, right now um, in the market, in the US market, I don't know much about the Australian. I got to be honest, I have not looked at it. Um, yeah. But we are just going up and up and up. And so um, with that specific scenario, does that create a problem for traders of getting caught up in you know, getting complacent, just always taking winning trades. And then all of a sudden there's a reversal and the bottom drops out. Yeah, it is interesting what happens with this. I've been running my mental program in conjunction with my business partner, Chris Tate, who you've also had on the show, actually. And what we found, because we've run it for so long and we have access to so many people's trades, so literally thousands of trading plans have gone through to for us to look at, to analyse results and to really see what's working. And Interestingly, on a more macro scale than your question, Casey, but the people that come out of the mentor program when things are going gangbusters, often they are the traders that quit. So let's think about why that is. If you think you've got the Midas touch and everything turns to gold, as soon as things start to look a little bit shaky, you start to touch something and it becomes coal, then unfortunately what happens is you blame yourself and you don't look for answers. So that internal locus of control, it can bite us. We can look to ourselves and say, it's our fault. We can't do this. 
we are now a disaster, so we'd better step away. And that snap decision is such a shame because usually if people can just hang on in there for a little bit longer, keep applying their trading plan, keep getting those strategies totally executed beautifully, then success will be around the corner. So, so many people quit too soon, Casey. Yeah, yeah, I think you're probably right about that. So, um, so what you're saying though is that it's better to not have success early because it can cause some long-term damage. Often it is the case. And if we think of what we know about trading systems, where with a good trading system and a trading system that incorporates your entry, your exit, and your position sizing, with a good trading system, even the best trading system, you'll see a dip when you first start trading it because your initial stop losses will be hit first and it takes a while for those trends to keep on moving and then you can take the profits out of those longer term movers so that dip when you first start trading a trading system even the best trading system in the world that is to be expected and you should understand that before you start so that you're aware of it and you can totally think about that in advance you'll know that that's what's going to come and that way you won't be spooked out of stopping that system before it's had a chance to really fulfill your goals that makes a lot of sense now um with the different markets and the way they move differently, sometimes it can be hard to make profits if unless it's a really nice trend. Um, and so then it gets that acceleration. Uh, for example, I really like it when the market just takes off and just keeps going up and up and up. Obviously, yeah. I love that. But the problem is it doesn't happen very often. Um, and so how do you uh, get profits when you, your market's maybe not running the way that you want it to run? I'd have to urge everybody to stop looking at the profits. I know we are traders because we want to make money. Okay, I do get that and I'm the same way. You know, we love that thrill of the hunt. We love being that sniper. But if we're only looking at profits to determine whether we're doing a good job, we're doing this wrong. We have to be bigger people than that. Your level of self-development is so important here. I've barely ever seen somebody who is closer self-actualized who couldn't become a good trader. It is very much determinant on your mindset as to how far you can go with this thing. So firstly, have a look to see whether you're just focused on profits because if you're chasing a profit at risk of the rest of your trading plan, at risk of the execution of the perfect trade, you are doing it wrong. And secondly, have you come up with a big macro statement to tell you how to handle things? And I'll give you an example. This is from the weight loss industry, actually. So there's a big field of research now with weight loss where because there are so many people on different diets, there's so much data, it makes it fun to analyze them. So if then statements are really, really important and we can take an if then statement and apply it to trading and I'll show you how. So imagine you're in an office, you're on a diet, somebody brings around a plate of donuts. Oh, how lovely. I can imagine that. Absolutely. It's, I'm seeing it in my head right now. Well, oh, so divine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you have premeditated how to handle 
that situation, then you've got a better chance of being able to overcome your natural inclination to grab a donut and shove it in your mouth. So the, the thing that you can do is say, if somebody brings donuts around in the office, then I won't look at the donuts. I'll make eye contact with the evil donut bringer and I'll say, thank you, but I don't feel like one today. Okay, so you've premeditated how to behave. Now let's apply this to trading. So you need a macro kill switch with your trading plan. And the figure I'm going to give you is based on mathematics. It's not based on emotion, it's maths. If you lose 25% of your overall equity, it takes you 33.3% to make on the remainder of that equity, just to get back to where you were before, to get back to break even. So 25% is a tipping point. If I lose 25% of my money in the markets, then I will stop entering new positions. I will allow my current positions to run so that I can get profits out of those positions. And I will consult a higher trading authority. So somebody who knows more than you, somebody who's prepared to delve into your plan, see whether it's your system, whether it's your trading psychology, or whether it's the maintenance of your plan that is falling down and that can help you see that clarity that you need to be able to achieve trading greatness. There are really only those three areas that it could possibly be. It's either your system, your psychology, or the way you're maintaining your portfolio, that is 99% of the problems that I see that come across my desk. Hello, this is Casey, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete Trading System. This is my 25 years of trading experience, sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset, and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. Okay, so you're saying win your portfolio... There was a lot there, by the way. There was a yes. lot. There. And so I'm just, I'm, I've been processing the whole time, but I just got the last statement. So I might go back to some of that other stuff. But when you're managing your portfolio, uh, if you're saying if it gets to a 25% drawdown of open yes. positions, you need to really analyze what you're doing. Or do you, you don't close it. You just analyze and make decisions at that point. Maybe close some of the losers and hold the winners and let yes. the winners go. Or, but yes. also consult someone. Consult someone who's a little more experienced than you in trading. Ten out of ten, my friend. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's actually really good. Um, that's really good, and um, 
I was just on Twitter right beforehand because I love wasting time on social media <laughs> um, when I'm supposed to be working. But my friend Patrick Walker tweeted this, and I just pulled it up as you were talking because he was an old podcast guest, and I follow him on Twitter now. But he said he he posted this 11 minutes ago. <laughs> he said, "I've done this for decades. Have an if this then that mindset approach." If this happens, we do that. And we need to know what that is before we do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is exactly on topic. It is exactly yeah. <laughs> what I'm talking about. And you know what I really like with this, Casey, too, is that often the things that work for one person will work for another. And you can see that duplicated across your entire network. The people listening to your podcast have got such an advantage because they're getting that distilled excellence and those focused, clarifying statements every single time they listen. So I love that. That's fantastic. That pleases me a lot. <laughs> well, that was just an interesting coincidence and it was a good one. It was confirming what you're saying. Um, and, you know, you have as probably as much experience as Patrick. So obviously two experts who have this much experience is something we really need to listen to, right? So if you're listening on the show, you need to listen to this. And uh, here's another little nugget for people that are listening, for you, those of you that are listening. If you guys are in a situation that you might, want to get some consulting on just send an email uh to the podcast uh which is business at tradingstrategyguides.com and i could answer the question or maybe i could send it on to some other expert guest or something who has some some knowledge in that field so if you're listening remember you do, do have resources you're not alone right you're not alone and uh i think that's something louise that you uh really are experienced in with helping people uh, because they can feel alone in trading. Yeah, yeah. Look, that is just so generous of you, Casey. I know over the years we have worked together with different little joint venture type of things where we can actually help our traders together. So I do appreciate that generosity of spirit. I think that's one of the reasons why we get along so well because that shared values is just so high. I find trading by and an activity, it's quite lonely. You know, you're doing this by yourself. And unless you seek to harness those networks and to really focus on developing mentor relationships, you can feel like you just don't know what to do in times of crisis. That's the worst possible feeling. So definitely reaching out, getting out of your own way, realizing that this thing is really big, but there are people who want to help you, who have your best interests at heart. I do think that can really help us in those moments of trading blackness. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I just to go back to your other statement about the, the if then statement and the twenty five percent drop, um, that is really good, especially your analogy of the donut, because because <laughs> I can like I can use that now, because um, there's a couple things that is going on in my head, like for example, I have, and this is totally unrelated, but. I have stopped drinking coffee for three days, okay? Ah. And I'm trying to quit for at least 30, maybe more. And um, so that's been a real challenge. And I haven't thought of like the scenario of how to deal with it. 
Yeah, can we look at that, that actually? You know, I've got a psychology background with a psychology degree. Everybody becomes my rat to run through a maze, Casey. So (laughs) can we look at that habit of yours? Because you have a big reason for why you're wanting to do this and you have a very clear goal, which is fantastic. So one of the aspects that we can do here right now and we can apply it to trading is a concept called the pre-mortem. Have you heard of that, Casey? Never heard of it. Yeah, you'll love this. So (laughs) you can do this with any big project that you have, any big goal, any habit formation that you want to enforce. So the pre-mortem. So you would have heard of a post-mortem, which is where, you know, you do an autopsy to find out where the operation went wrong in the medical field. So let's apply that in a slightly different way for these types of projects and habits. A pre-mortem is where you say, all right, here's my goal at a certain period of time. So let's for you, let's say in a month, Casey, this has been an abject disaster. You drank 10 cups of coffee per day. Everything you did failed around this goal. It was deplorable. You got the jitters. You developed a shake. You snapped at everybody around you. Okay, everything that you wanted did not come to fruition. Okay, can you picture that? Um, I don't really want to picture it, but okay, I got it. Picture it, it. (laughs) play with me, yep, yep, yep. Okay, now let's work backward. Why did that happen? What were the areas that were the weakness that caused that action to occur, that caused that outcome? So have you got a friend that you drink coffee with that you had to stop seeing? Is that one of the areas? Is there a specific trigger in your life that creates that need for caffeine? Is it a habit at a particular time of the day where you're drinking coffee to wake you up or to give you an afternoon buzz? What are the specific triggers involved that mean that you're wanting to reach for that coffee without that conscious intervention, without saying, stop, I need to think about what I'm doing? So a lot of what we do is very automatic and very unconscious. What are the unconscious things that happen in your life that make you reach for a coffee? Now, clearly we won't go completely into a <laughs> into every aspect of your behaviour here, but if you can think that it's been a failure and work backward to try and solve like a puzzle, why was that a failure? That can really help. Now let's apply this to trading. Imagine that you wanted to be a full-time trader. Picture yourself one year down the track. It's been an abject failure. Everything that you hoped for dashed on the rocks of despair. Now why? Why was that? Work backward and work out the specific actions that created that destruction was it your trading system that you don't have a trustworthy trading system your entry your exit your position sizing was flawed in some way was it the type of markets that you were trading is it that you could only trade one market and you didn't have that flexibility when that market didn't cooperate with your views could it have been that it was the time frames that you were trading? Were you trying to day trade when you're naturally a very laid back and relaxed person? So you actually need a longer time frame to be able to succeed. What were the things that fell down in a heap to create that destruction a year on? 
So that's how a pre-mortem works. And it has got a lot of evidence about really changing things in an immediate way from our actions today that impact the future. What do you think of that, Casey? I think that sounds pretty cool. So I'm I'm thinking that with the donut thing, you're thinking about um, how to handle situations ahead of time. And this is kind of like that. It's still thinking ahead, but this is kind of thinking ahead than thinking behind, pretending you're in the future. Um, but it's still kind of mapping and planning in, in, in advance. And so I love it, actually. I love it a lot. So in trading... Is do you um, have like a series of exercises that you do to to get this stuff all down? Do you journal it out? Do you write it out? Like how does that all work? I definitely journal. I definitely journal. I am always seen writing in a book. Whenever even I get a spare moment, I'm writing down to do that big dump from my subconscious straight onto the page. And the little trick I use is that I just try and keep the pen in motion, keep the pen moving, and then you'll find that conduit straight through from your subconscious onto paper. It's quite amazing. But I also think review processes in trading are very, very important. So many people just meander. They don't set a time in their Google calendar to create a review process. So I suggest that every three months when you're a beginner, but every six months when you're experienced, you put a date down in your Google calendar and you can do it in advance. You know how these things work. You can say recurring every and you can say the number of months to review. Now, review not only your trades, but also review your trading plan. Have a look to see how pure you've been with following your trading plan. Give yourself a tick or a cross. A tick is if you followed your plan exactly, and a cross is where you didn't follow your plan. Now, the idea with these ticks and crosses is that you can review those, look at your best trades, look at your worst trades, look at every habit that you've created and fulfilled during that three or six month period and see what you need to tweak. Is there an area there that you're consistently falling down on? Are you not following your archetype? Are you removing your stop loss that you should be just having it set automatically? Just leave it there, baby. But no, you're tinkering with it and you're playing with it because you don't want to be thought of as wrong. You know, what are the areas that are your specific concerns and downfalls I think we have to be really open with who we are and the people who know themselves the best and can get ego out of the way they're the ones that make the money yeah yeah the ego is is you know we think that we're amazing when reality is where nobody is <laughs> and another aspect to this as well is accountability. So some of us are very internally accountable. So for those of you that know the Gretchen Rubin quiz, you can look up Gretchen Rubin. She runs a happier podcast, it's called. She runs a quiz that shows how much accountability you need to be able to be satisfied. So I'm an upholder. I look after my own accountability. I'm just as accountable to myself as I am to people outside of me. So if I say I'm going to do something, I will damn well do it. Oh, my gosh, I'll be there, baby. 
And if I say it to myself, I'll do it as well. Not everybody is like that. Some people need external accountability and they'll let themselves down, but they won't let a friend down, for example. So it's a good thing to play with. See where you are on that accountability realm. If it helps, if you are an obliger and you need somebody to be that external accountability, ask them on that six-month anniversary of your plan and your trades, can we swap plans? Can we swap results? Can we actually hold each other accountable to looking at our trading plans and improving? It takes a lot of trust, but having that external accountability can sometimes turn the key. Wow. That, yeah, that's good. So with the uh, with the review, um, what's the time frame on that? How often do you do a review? Yeah, you don't want it to be too often because you can just be looking at the minutia instead of the big picture. But really, if you're starting, I would say every three months. And the landmark that I'm using with my traders is get through 20 trades. Your first 20 trades will teach you so much about the markets. And once you've got that specific data, those particular trades that you can look at, you can actually educate yourself. You can actually, if you're prepared to get your ego out of the way, you can say, I did this wrong, I did this right, and it will steer you. It'll cut a course through that forest for you so that you can find out where you need to improve. And if you are experienced, once every six months. Okay. Oh, wow. That's really good. That's very good. I like that a lot. Well, um, Louise, this has been excellent. I mean, I'm really glad that um, that we connected despite the massive time zone difference. Uh, I've had a great time and I've learned a lot. And um, like that, that's what I, why I like the show is because I get to learn a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? Same yeah. with my podcast, talkingtrading.com.au. I love having people on the show because you get almost free mentoring as the, as the host, don't you? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what I tell everybody. I say it's for me and then yeah. other people get a benefit. It's exactly free mentoring. That's what I get is free mentoring. You just mentored me. <laughs> And I really appreciate it. Do you work? Well, with that being said, I want to give you an opportunity to let us know what you're doing. What type of services do you offer? Who do you work with? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Casey. Well, definitely to keep in touch, I'd love to see you on my website, talkingtrading.com.au for my podcast. And if you'd like to get my free trading plan template, which is really what I think a lot of people love. It takes you through all of the areas to cover in your own trading plan, and that is invaluable. Come to see me at tradinggame.com.au, tradinggame.com.au. So I'll give you my free trading plan template, but I'll also send you my free five-part e-course, called Trading Made Simple. And I know that your people will love it. We've already had quite a few of your clients come over, Casey, and I've sent so many traders over to you as well. So I think your people are very much like my people. So come to see me at tradinggame.com.au. Okay, so I got a couple questions. Um, Is this for anyone, no matter where they're at, Australia, US, Europe, whatever, 
Absolutely. Yeah, we've got traders from all around the world. It's so nice as well, and I know you do also, to think that the sun never sets on our business. I think it's a beautiful image. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Now, uh, as far as you got the trading plan, so if you're listening, I'm going to tell you, just go do it. Just go get it. Whether you have one or not, get one from Louise, who's been trading for a long time. Um, just get one from her and uh, you'll learn a lot, no matter how much. Like I'm, I learned a lot today. So just go and do it. Just get it. Um, and so, I, I mean, I can't can't reinforce that enough. Just do it. And but, Casey, we've got yes. a lot of our listeners listening to this interview as well. So Casey, where can my people get in touch with you and what services can you offer them? Oh, well, um, we have uh, a lot of different strategies. So I have a web, this, this podcast is called How to Trade It, but it's actually on, it's kind of like yours, I guess, because you have trading game, mine's trading strategy guides. And then on the podcast is hosted on trading strategy guides, main website. So it's a link that says podcast, but on our main website, we have a lot of different strategies, um, which I think you guys call archetypes. I think I picked that up. Um, so we have some archetypes, which I'm going to have to look that definition up because I'm not sure how that whole thing works, but yeah, we just have strategies. Um, but thank you for, uh, for asking that as well. Uh, we, really do want to help people out. And I know you do as well um, because it is a, it's, it's a big challenge. Um, and so what, uh, what, what do you offer people? Like how do they work with you? Well, the first step is to get that trading plan template and probably to read my books as well. Trading secrets, charting secrets. I've got three others. Um, the idea is that Get your toe into that water and then once you are more experienced and you've had some a bit of a chance to read the books and to do that trading plan template, Chris Tate and I run a six-month mentor program. So we will teach you every instrument over every time frame but where it is your trading plan. So this is coming up for our 22nd year of running our mentor program, Casey. What an honour. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Keep and because it's, it's a repeat for free course. So we've got people that did that very first mentor program all those years ago, actually a part of our trading community. So we keep everybody because, you know, they always instru instrument wise invent new trading instruments. There's always a new strategy you can try. So that's why we've made it a repeat for free course. Over the years, the markets have changed, but they have also stayed the same in some ways as well. So having right. that community is very important to us. Well, that's really good. So um, when you said you had a background in psychology, did you uh, do that as a living before? Uh, uh, now, way back when. So I've got a degree in business and a degree in psychology. Uh, I worked for 
a beautiful American firm, actually, Dun and Bradstreet. So they were fantastic feeding ground for me in terms of credit information. Certainly got me interested in how markets were created from a company point of view. And I left that job fairly soon after I got it and became a full-time trader. So it was good background. I had a health problem at that stage and I had to leave. And thank goodness I had trading. Otherwise, I really don't know what I could have possibly done. So trading is right up there with oxygen for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was just wondering if that, if you have attributed any of that psychological training to help you. In, oh in this, yeah. In Heaps. Yeah. You can always keep learning, can't you? There are so many different methods. There's so much habit formation, psychology that is really important to keep us on the straight and narrow in every area of high performance. If you consider yourself an athlete, you wouldn't just train from one specific book you'd actually get a variety of different books and you try a variety of different psychological techniques to excel I think traders really need to have that same view we need to develop our psychology just as much as we develop our own trading systems it's a it's a a lot of work to do yeah sure is (laughs) well Louise uh we are out of time today but I want to thank you so much for being on the show. I have loved every minute of it, Casey. Fantastic. Fantastic. And for everyone that's listening, make sure you go and get that trading template. Uh, The links will be in the description. And so you'll just be able to, wherever you're listening, whether it's your phone or on the computer, you'll just click the link and you just go right over there. And thank you so much. A pleasure. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.